0: You have clicked the Pixel Record Podcast, programmed by Can of Soda. Sit back, chillax, and enjoy the show. Hello, guys. This is Can Seamout, and you're listening to the Pixel Record Podcast. Now, for those who are already aware of my podcast, you know that I have not made another podcast since, like, what, 2020? I know, it's like a really long time ago, maybe the beginning of 2021. Yes, I know, I apologize for that. I just haven't had time to do podcasts. You know, a lot of us are very busy with our lives, especially me. I've been super busy, you know, with work, school, all that stuff. But anyway, I am back and I am better than ever. So, today we'll be talking about the upcoming movie, Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm sure at this point y'all already know what Fantastic Beasts is. It's basically a prequel film series to Harry Potter which is obviously a story about wizards it's really awesome as a fan who's grown up with Harry Potter I am super excited for the film although I have to admit I do not like JK Rowling and her disgusting transphobic comments but regardless I am super excited for the film despite that and all its other controversies around it which is has been very crazy so the second trailer came out on Monday, which was really awesome. I was about to say fantastic, but that'd be a really weird pun. But anyway, so today we'll be talking about the movie Seekers of Dumbledore. We'll basically its predictions, what we already know. We will analyze what we saw in the trailers and of course my opinions. So first things first. Let's recall what happened in the last movie, Crimes of Grindelwald and also the story so far. So as we saw in the last movie, Grindelwald, he's basically setting up his greater good plan to take over both the Wizarding and the Mogul world. The main characters Queenie and Credence joined Grindelwald's side, which is extremely devastating. I know especially with Queenie on his side, which is very crazy. And now that Leta is sadly dead, now that Now Newt and Theseus have to like put their differences aside and work together to fight this war. And of course Newt's got Dumbledore and Grindelwald's blood pact which is basically some kind of unbreakable bond where they swear not to fight each other. So now that Newt has a blood pact and gave it to Dumbledore now he has to destroy it and so he can go fight Grindelwald. And also, can you believe that a neffler is the reason why New has that blood pact? Like, that is so crazy. Like, who would win? A dangerous and dark wizard or one sniffy boy? The sniffy boy. I'm surprised that he has not been mentioned in the history books. But anyway, let's move on. So, Queen of Credence joined Grindelwald's side. Not only that, but Grindelwald has basically revealed to Credence that he is a Dumbledore. So, his real name is basically Aurelius Dumbledore. Now, I've noticed some controversy around that since Grindelwald basically said, Hey, Albus Dumbledore is your brother. And people are like, Whoa, that doesn't make any sense. Because if you read the books, because both of Dumbledore's parents died before Credence was born. Prince was born in 1901 and Dumbledore's mom died in I believe 1899 or sometime before that and Dumbledore's dad has been sent to Azkaban because of what happened to his sister Ariana. So it wouldn't really make sense for Credence to be Dumbledore's brother, right? Well, I believe that he's not really a brother but maybe more of a cousin if that makes sense because I mean two cousins can be different generations apart. So I believe that's the case, not that he's like an actual brother, but I think what Grindelwald meant in that context is that they're both Dumbledores per se, if that makes sense. So next, now that you already know what happened in the last movie, let's analyze what we know and also analyze what we saw in both the first and recent trailer that came out on Monday because I mean, I guess they're both technically in the same category. Because, we didn't really know much about the movie prior to the first trailer that was released back in December. So first things first, the team in this movie, the main group will be obviously the main character Newt Scamander, his brother Theseus, his mogul buddy Jacob, his assistant Bunty, a new character named Lally, Lolly I'm really sorry if I pronounced that wrong but she's a she's basically just a new character that's gonna be introduced in the third movie she's basically a witch at Elvermorny which is basically the American version of Hogwarts honestly I thought that was interesting but of course Hogwarts will always be important to our hearts. am I right and last but not least, Yusuf Kama. He's basically the black man that was trying to kill Credence in the last movie. And he's the pureblood guy that was talking about his backstory and his relation to Leader Lestrange, who is sadly dead. I'll be honest, I really wish she hadn't died. She seems like a very interesting character, even if she was mainly sad most of the time. But I really miss her. I wish she hadn't died so quickly. But oh well. I... we can't really be choosy i guess it is what it is i guess so bunty if you don't know who bunty is she was basically newt's assistant in the last movie she had a very minor role she was basically that caretaker who was looking after newt's creatures while he was gone which i think is pretty cool and it's very interesting how she's gonna have a bigger role in the third movie i wonder what kind of role she'll have I do remember a long time ago, not too long after Crimes of Grindelwald came out, someone came up with a prediction that maybe Grindelwald could use Bunty to his own needs, since you know, Bunty's really sweet and innocent, and you know, Grindelwald's very manipulative and sadistic, so maybe he could maybe get to her and use her to try and destroy Newt or something. I'm not entirely sure, but the fact that she has a bigger role in this movie, it will be interesting to see. And I'm really happy that Newt and Theseus are pretty much bonding. We all know the common theme. Siblings don't really get along both in fiction and in real life sometimes. And the two brothers are pretty much polar opposites, you know. Newt loves magical creatures while well, Theseus is a very serious or who takes his job seriously, so Seeing the two brothers bond when they're polar opposites is going to be very interesting. And I honestly can't wait for that. And next thing we saw is of course Aberforth is in this. That's right! Dumbledore's brother Aberforth. If you don't know who he is, he's basically that old guy in Deathly Hallows Part 2 or the Deathly Hallows book. He was basically that guy in Hogsmeade who is helping Harry, Ron, and Hermione take shelter and he was pretty much talking to them about his sister Ariana who died. And speaking of Ariana, I don't mean to go off topic right here, but I know one thing that a lot of people would like to see and of course I would like to see as well is maybe a flashback to Godric's Hollow with Dumbledore and Grindelwald as teenagers. And that one famous fight where there's a like a three-way between Dumbledore, Grindelwald, and Aberforth that ended up killing Ariana. I know you guys want it as much as I do so and considering the movie is called Seekers of Dumbledore and it's about Dumbledore. I honestly really want to see that scene in live action because I mean we've always seen it written down in the Deathly Hallows book so it'll be interesting to actually see it you know. Also according to Deathly Hallows Um, Okay, I'll I'll refer Dumbledore as Albus from now on just to not get it mixed up. Albus and Aberforth were on bad terms after Ariana died and especially after... I think it was especially after the mom died. No, it was after Ariana died. I noticed that there's a scene in the first trailer where I believe Aberforth and Albus are talking to each other. So considering these two don't already get along, I think it's very interesting to, to maybe delve more into their relationship in this third movie. As I said, I know they already don't get along, but it'd be interesting to maybe explore more of that. Like maybe they used to be on good terms with each other before the whole Grindelwald and Ariana incident. Other than that, I don't have really much for Aberforth. I do know prior to that trailer, to the first trailer, there were rumors that he was going to be in this movie. And I'm really glad he's in this movie. And and of course, as I said, it makes a lot of sense since it's called The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, and not to mention that we're going back to Hogwarts again, which is very interesting. As you saw in the second movie, we did visit Hogwarts, but for a little bit of the movie. I think it's very interesting that they're exploring it, especially the Room of Requirement. You know, the famous room where Harry formed his Dumbledore's army rebellion against Umbridge in the fifth book slash movie. But of course, you don't want too much of Hogwarts since we're already familiar with it. I mean, we've already been familiar with it with like what, the past 20 years? Oh my God, when did the first movie come out? When did the first Harry Potter movie come out? 2001? Oh God, I'm getting old. And the fact that it came out during the, on the year I was born just makes me feel old. But Anyway. I don't anticipate too much of Hogwarts scenes since we're already familiar with that place and going to other interesting places in a real wizarding world is, in my opinion, a whole lot more interesting. So, I mean, don't expect too much of Hogwarts, in my opinion. But we did see a little bit more of Hogwarts scenes. Oh, and can we mention the fact that Dumbledore is basically like three points to Hufflepuff? Since, you know, in the first few Harry Potter movies, Every time Harry Potter breathed, Dumbledore like gave 50 points to Gryffindor and something like that. Like he was like everything was so biased to Gryffindor good, Slytherin evil. Now, we're getting representation from the other houses, which I thought was a very interesting take on Fantastic Beasts in general. Like we always saw the Gryffindors as the heroes, you know, Harry, Ron, Hermione and their friends. Although, of course there was other heroes from the other houses like Cedric, Luna, but with a main character being a Hufflepuff. It's very interesting. I hope all you Hufflepuffs out there are super excited. Oh, and one thing that really confused me in the trailer is Jacob using a wand because I mean, he's a muggle and you know, muggles aren't magic. They don't use wands. And I noticed in the second trailer, Jacob like put his wand in the air and weird stuff start happening, like weird magical stuff. I was just very confused onto that one because like he's supposed to be a muggle. And even if you're a squib, which is basically a muggle born to magic parents, you still won't be magical. So, I mean, doesn't make sense. I know in the first trailer, I believe my dad suspected that it was just a fake wand because muggles are being targeted in this war and Dumbledore, wanted to give him one so he can blend in you know you know like he's the imposter well except he's not sus okay let's not do that anyway but I'm very excited to see more of Jacob he's one of my favorite Fantastic Beasts characters he's just so funny and he and New have such amazing chemistry and what I noticed in the second trailer is how he was walking to his bake shop he had in the first movie and he was like, I'm done. I don't want any partners. which I think actually makes sense if you think about it. Considering Queenie joined Grindelwald's side and he wasn't very happy about it. You know, she's the love of his life and and she joined Grindelwald because she wanted her and Jacob to be together. So, I think it makes sense that Jacob wanted to give up at some point because of what happened. I feel like that will be in like the first half-ish or maybe like the first quarter of the movie, but maybe something will change his mind. Maybe Nuke can go like, we've always gone through a lot and you've always appreciated the Wizarding World and you want to get Queenie back or something. So I feel like that could be something. And also for the second trailer, there's one thing that was really interesting to me. There's a scene of Dumbledore and Grindelwald interacting. Isn't that really cool and crazy? I mean, they're like two lovers on opposite sides of the war. They're fighting each other and they're talking to each other. I know that's one thing I noticed. I was like, wait, didn't they not reunite until like 1945 at the end of the war which is supposed to be the fifth movie instead of the third movie? Well, I do know someone has answered a theory to that. I noticed that that detail where they didn't meet till 1945 was in Rita Skeeter's book, you know, where she pretty much exposed Dumbledore after his death in the seventh book. Someone has a theory that that's actually not true, and as you already know, Rita Skeeter's not a really reliable source, and they actually met between 1899 and 1945. So that would make a whole lot of sense. I can't wait to see the interaction between the two, I mean, Dumbledore's past mistakes The present at that time and his future between then and 1945 is what shaped the wise old man he is today. Well, at the time he met Harry to be more specific. And even though he turned out to be manipulative and a liar to Harry. It's still very interesting to see Dumbledore's backstory. Because he's one of the most interesting and most classic characters. Harry Potter he's like on the Merlin level so it will be very interesting to see more of Dumbledore then again it is called the secrets of Dumbledore and it's very strange you know since Newt was the main character for like the first two movies and he's kind of being pushed aside in favor of Dumbledore I did notice that a few years back I was like wait so how are they going to play with Newt's character and The fact that the entire series is called Fantastic Beasts and Newt likes Beasts. But still, I think that would still be interesting to see regardless. Then again, there is the Phoenix that Credence got at the end of the second movie. Which I believe that Phoenix is actually supposed to be Fox the Phoenix. You know, that Phoenix that we saw in Chamber of Secrets that like Harry was admiring in Dumbledore's office been in, in like burned up at the end of Half-Blood Prince after Dumbledore died, Fox pretty much flew away. Speaking of that, I actually noticed a really cool detail about it. So, in the second movie, when Dumbledore was talking with Newt about birds and stuff, there's one part where Dumbledore talked about how his great-grandfather owned a phoenix that would go to any Dumbledore in desperate need. And then it took flight when he died, never to return. And I noticed a parallel right there. I noticed that like, after Dumbledore died in Half-Blood Prince, Fox flew away into the distance. You know, with Harry, Ron, Hermione watching. So, am I the only one who's noticed this parallel? This is interesting. So, I feel like Dumbledore's great-grandfather was a wise old man during his time. And maybe this Dumbledore, Albus Dumbledore, the one we all know obviously, will maybe look up to him and live up to his expectation. That makes sense. And I do believe that the Phoenix that Dumbledore mentioned that flew off when his great-great-grandfather died is supposed to be Fox. Because you know, Phoenixes are basically kind of immortal. They like burn up when they die and are reborn from the ashes as mentioned in Chamber of Secrets. So yeah, I believe that the Phoenix that Crittance got at the end of the second movie is supposed to be Fox the Phoenix. And that is obviously a magical creature. So we are still dealing with Fantastic Beasts as the franchise name states. Oh and I know a lot of you have been wondering about this about the first and recent trailer and especially with the posters and the official movie poster. Where is Tina Goldstein? I know, right? I've been wondering the same thing too. A lot of people have been searching with all these character posters, the movie poster, and two trailers. We have never seen Tina, not even once, nor twice, just zero times. And a lot of people have been coming up with predictions on where she might be. Some people theorize that she has a smaller role because her actress, Katherine Waterston, spoke out against JK Rowling's transphobia. Which if that's the case, then oof. But then again, I did hear that she may still have a role in the movie, just a small one. Some people have believed that she may have had a child around the time that Secrets of Dumbledore was filmed, but I believe that she was pregnant during Crimes of Grindelwald, but I mean, that's her business, not mine. But of course, I'm not 100% sure. I know some people have believed that maybe the actress got COVID and she actually couldn't be there or something. I'm not sure, but... We will see where she might be soon, hopefully. I know one person has predicted that maybe she is disguising as one of Grindelwald's followers to try and get close to Queenie and Credence, and especially Queenie. I really want to know how Tina feels about the fact that her very own sister, the woman she's known and loved for for most of her life, has joined a dark wizard. So maybe it, it, it it will be interesting to see Tina try and get close to Queenie and try and reconnect with her and try to persuade her that what she's doing is wrong. And I'm interested to see Titina try and get close to Credence as well because I mean as you saw in the first movie she already knew who Credence was and had sympathy for him. She was like one of the only people who actually wanted to help him but sadly Grindelwald manipulated him and brought him over to the dark side. Wow that sounds so Star Wars. Oh well then again Kratos and Queenie did join the dark side, um, you know. Alright, now, that, now I have that out of the way with the analyzing of the trailers. Here are some predictions. Then again, I did talk about some predictions when I analyzed the trailers, so we can maybe go back and forth since it's very interesting that way. Then again, some predictions are based on what we saw in the trailer. Anyway, let's keep going. So, One prediction that I saw is, which makes me kind of worried, there are people who suspect that Theseus might die. Yeah. If you notice in the trailer, there's one scene where, like, I I believe he and Newt are in that dark underground prison, and there's this one shot that it looks like he's gonna fall, and he looks really worried. And I feel like that's the same scene where he and Newt sneak into some kind of underground thing. So. Yeah, that's kind of getting me worried there. Then again, I already had a feeling that Theseus was going to die during the franchise anyway. I'm just not sure how and when, but we will see, of course. Oh, and I wonder what kind of use Vinda is going to be. So basically who Vinda is, she's basically that French woman, French sadistic woman who was in the second movie she had a small role she had like a femme french accent everything she pretty much guided Queenie into their temporary base and made her join Grindelwald and all that stuff so to me she feels like Fantastic Beasts equivalent to Bellatrix Lestrange as Grindelwald is to Voldemort and as Newt is to Harry and as Tina is to Hermione so since Vinda didn't really have a big role in the second movie she was just an attractive French woman. I'm really interested to see where they will take her character since there was nothing to her in the last movie. Obviously she's loyal to Grindelwald but other than that there's nothing really much about her personality so I'm really interested so I know she's a minor character but then again I'm sometimes I quite sucker for minor characters and is interested to seeing more of them than the main characters so I really would like to see more of her like what, what kind of person she is because I mean I do not know one part I saw of her personality that stood out to me was like we need to annihilate all non-wizards sh- so we can take over the world and Grindelwald's like no not all of them so maybe Vinda is taking this super super seriously so yeah also I wonder what kind of relationship Venda and Queenie will have in the third movie obviously they just met in the second one so I feel like so maybe they will have some kind of bonding friendship in the third movie. Maybe Vinda will tell Queenie more about her. Maybe give her some kind of backstory about her as to maybe why she wants to join Grindelwald in his efforts. I don't know. I just kind of ship Vinda and Queenie in like a obviously fun way. I did notice that the fifth movie will end in 1945 when Dumbledore gets the other wand and defeats Grindelwald. So obviously this movie is going to take place in 1930s and a lot of time will have passed since the second and the third movie which I think it's really good since the time between the first and the second one it really wasn't much so it didn't really seem too interesting other than the fact that Grindelwald escaped and Tina doesn't like new anymore so speaking of so if, if you notice in the trailer there's a scene where it seems like Grindelwald's giving his speech at some sort of rally not like the one in the second movie but it's it, it looks like outside and there were like green fireworks everywhere and, and he was like the war of the muggles begins today and it seems like a new is there as well so that could be like the start of world war ii I think it's interesting how we're gonna see more of Grindelwald encouraging his followers to start the swords it's really cool even though I'll have to admit it was just kind of boring when the second third movie trailers were like oh no Grindelwald's rising to power we have to get these heroes together to stop him but I feel like that in this movie the stakes are like a whole lot more higher now that he has created on his side Dumbledore's involving himself in this is gonna be pretty wild and speaking of World War II, I was kind of conflicted on whether or not I wanted to talk about this since considering the whole Russia Ukraine situation going on right now and because of this I believe is the reason why they delayed the trailer it was supposed to release last week on February 24 but then they decided to delay it and they released it on Monday instead which I thought that was a good idea since that was the Since Thursday when it was supposed to release was when the attacks happened so it was a very good call on them. Although I was kind of conflicted to talk about it because of the whole situation and I know war is a very sensitive subject. So I'm kind of glad that they delayed it to a date where it was appropriate to release it but not too late. Because we don't know how long the situation is going to go. So what else? I don't really have any much predictions, despite what I saw in the two trailers, which I think it's a good thing. It creates a lot of mystery. What, What I liked about the trailers for the third and the second movie is they didn't reveal too much about the plot, but just the basis on who's gonna be in it, the cool stuff they're gonna explore, and the theme of, oh no, Grindelwald's rising to power. We need these heroes together to stop him, as I stated earlier. So I think it's great that they're not revealing too much but revealing a bit of what we should know like the basis. Like the basis of this movie is about Dumbledore so we can explore more of how he feels about this war and the actions that shape him into the wise old man he evolved into in the Harry Potter films and books. So I think that would be interesting to see. Oh and also the fight between Dumbledore and Credence since Credence believed that Dumbledore hates him which is very interesting because I know you all saw that in the first and second trailers so the conflict and the conversation between these two Dumbledores are going to be very interesting so my opinions I'm very excited about this movie I mean while I did like the second movie it was um it was really not as great honestly it was okay I mean your introduction of new characters was pretty cool and locations and going back to hogwarts was really nice and all but it didn't, it didn't like feel like a lot it just felt like like thing happens and stuff like there wasn't too much to play with you know so with the third movie coming with a lot more higher stakes and the fact that this war is really starting to kick off we ain't got no fun and games no more things are really intense this time i feel like this movie will definitely go beyond the expectations and especially hopefully in the fourth and fifth movies as well and of course as a fan of the harry potter films i enjoy fantastic so far despite the problems and the controversy around it especially with jk rowling and her transphobic comments i have to admit i do not like it and i do not like her and what she said honestly like come on you could have just kept your mouth shut even the Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts actors spoke out against her. Even Danny Radcliffe spoke out against her. Even I don't like it. But I, I still love the movie and, and the whole franchise in general. And I, I also don't like Johnny Depp's firing because... I mean, Johnny Depp was really great as Grindelwald and he had, he had some kind of like unique goth aesthetic to him because, you know, he's Johnny Depp. He's unique that way. Sadly, we can't really change it. It's too late for that now. However, despite that, I am still looking forward to Matt sit in the role. So far, he has been in what? Star Wars, the MCU, Hannibal. I've never seen Hannibal. I think my brother has, but I haven't and now he's in Harry Potter slash Fantastic Beasts. Even if I do not like Johnny Depp getting fired, you no, know, it's really unfair. I am still looking forward to seeing Mads Mickelson in the role. I don't really have much to c- talk about. Oh, and one last thing. If Dumbledore and Grindelwald don't kiss, then I am not watching, okay? I'm going to give this a very, very low rating on, okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but seriously. I hope they show more of their Dumbledore and Ronald romance. Maybe seems them kissing. As I said, but if they don't kiss, I'm not. I'm giving it a low rate. I'm kidding, but seriously, I would still like it to be explored more. Well, I really don't have much to say, honestly. I mean, I'm pretty excited for this movie, despite the controversies around it. As I said, it looks really exciting, and especially since I'm a fan of Harry Potter. And I cannot wait to see it on opening night. I know me and my friend plan to see it on opening night. Which I think is going to be really, really cool. So, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. So, what are your thoughts and theories on what might happen in the movie? Let me know what you think. And that is all. So, thank you for going on. And I will see you later. Bye.